a mother of four, a wife, a PTA president, and running a business out of her own home. Thirsty Mom Nation, you are going to love this episode. Check out Brooke Berrigan when I sit down with her and ask her all about her life, what she's got to say about it. Check this one out. Let me know what you think. I may not be a mom, but I do own a soda shop that helps give them their fix. I'm sitting down with Utah moms to find out their stories, their passions, and their truths. This is Salt Lake Moms. All right, let's dive right into it. Just first off, tell me uh, what goes into a daily life of Brooke. What, uh, you got your family, and tell me all the stuff you're working on, and just what goes into it. Okay. Um, so I'm married, and I've been married for almost 10 years. It'll be 10 years in a couple weeks. Um, I have four kids, nine, eight, seven, and six. Everybody always, you know, gasps at that. That's ridiculous. But that's how we wanted to do it. Um, and so my kids right now, life is like... I wouldn't say easy, but it's fairly like loose. Like we're just kind of taking each day where it takes us. Um, we just finished baseball season. Um, my husband's super involved in the baseball community here, and uh, you, your, so your boy plays baseball. So right? my yeah, so I have three girls and a boy, and the the two older girls play softball, and my son plays baseball, and then my husband coaches all that and. A comp team in in the city so um for him is that like the thing that he likes to do oh my gosh really? it's like nothing makes him happier really? <laughs> like he's in his element he just got asked to to ump at in cooperstown at the little league what is it the world series or whatever it is yeah. um this summer so he's <laughs> That's like his all his dreams have just come true like he's so happy um so we are and we're he and i are are um just the without sounding like braggy we are the most happily married couple that i know like we are so involved with each other's stuff like so his stuff is my stuff and my stuff is his stuff for sure so being that he coached all these teams why do you think sorry um, what do you think that is like just because you guys just like love each other a lot or you just like have the like you have like are just on the same page about yeah like we just uh i think we both i think we chose well um (laughs) if that's like when, whenever we have, like, I have teenage nieces and nephews and kids in, in our ward, we're LDS, you know, that we um, have asked us for that kind of advice. It's always, like, just take your time, choose, choose wait till it feels like yeah. your best friend, you know. And so he and I have, have been on the same wavelength, truly, for 10 years. Like, it's been, it's <laughs> been awesome. awesome. Uh, so we just came off of baseball season. Last night was our, they won their championship game. It was a big deal. Um, so things have quieted down since school ended and since baseball ended, baseball and softball have ended. Um, but like typically it's, um, breakfast table by seven, you know, like get out the door, get everything, get the kids out. And then I take a little me time. Like I go running and I, I study and I, I, uh, I do yoga, you know, I just do some things to try to like have some guided meditation and quiet time. But there's not I have to like I have to like own that I have to like choose that because otherwise it's like I'm getting this phone call and you know like I I'm the PTA president down at the school and and that is more work than I anticipated (laughs) for sure Um, especially in our situation so we live in Ogden and um, our our school is a title one school it's it's very low income and uh, there's not a lot of parent involvement because there's most parents are working 
both parents working, sometimes both parents working two jobs. Um, and a lot of parents don't speak English. And so um, when they saw that I was, when the administration saw that I was very involved, um, they asked me to jump on that grenade. <laughs> and so I did, and I've been the PTA president for a year and a half, and I'll go into one more year. Um, and it's, it's, uh, it went from like a ghost town of like no parent involvement to like now like people are like whoa like this is so fun and now we do that. Um, we we started off by doing hosting a parent tailgate once a month, and so we do a, a back to school parent tailgate where the first day of school the parents drop their kids off at school and then they come out for free coffee from a local coffee shop here in Ogden and you know like uh, cornhole toss and yeah. like just hanging out with other parents and then our Hispanic community realized, oh, there's parents here that speak Spanish. And like, I speak Spanish, so that's, that, that really helps, you know, when there's a white lady speaking mm-hmm. Spanish and, and sort of, um, and my husband's Hispanic. And so they, there's, it's, it's really been able to like bridge a lot of like gaps that actually didn't need to be there in the first place. You know, people are intimidated, you know, and so anyway, so we've had a ton of improvement as far as parent involvement and volunteering. And our school's a charter school. Um, and so we rely heavily on parent involvement and volunteering. And so those numbers have just climbed within the last year and a half. And so um, it's a lot of work um, as a PTA president. And I've had, as a result, I've had other PTA presidents call me for advice. I was going to say, <laughs> so what's the advice to like get more parents involved? Is it just like creating an atmosphere where they feel comfortable to do that yeah absolutely that's the the end of the story right there that like you just have to be like approachable and accessible and um, there's you know there's this movie Bad Moms that shows like the funny like exclusivity that could be the PTA you know what I mean and it's just silly like there that is there is that stigma in some places but um, my whole like mission and vision was to eliminate it being like so so like um homogenous and so just the same people every time and and so we have it's a really diverse group and um um we're bilingual and it's just it just has made for like such fun and such a positive experience and so i spend probably a good 20 percent of my life on just the pta i'm working on that so there's that and then um Let's see, I, I uh, am a writer, and so when we moved to Ogden, um, we moved to Utah five years ago, I, um, I was, I'm, my, my main priority has always been Chris and the kids, um, and will always be, and, but I also want an identity, you know, and so, because you can, it's easy to lose your identity um, just serving them all day, you know, so, um, I knew that one of my talents and one of my like strengths was to be a writer and I found an opportunity in Ogden to write for a publication here and so I wrote for a little while for her for that publication and decided that it wasn't my thing I didn't like it I liked um, the model of it it was just a, a local anyway it's just a local publication <laughs> that should remain nameless here um, but then I which just wasn't my vision it's not something that I would have wanted to pursue so um, and at the same time, a friend of mine who I didn't know at the time was a writer for the local newspaper here for like 20 years. And she was kind of feeling done with her situation there. Um, and so a mutual friend said, you're a writer, you're a writer, you guys should meet. 
and we met and we started our own publication here in Ogden and now we are the only we've been um, we've been alive we've been a thing for a year and a half and um, we're the only publication around this around this area that will write theater reviews which doesn't sound like that much of a big deal except that theater in Utah like community theater in Utah is like a big deal like people love their community theater like I grew up, you're junkies. Yeah, like I grew up outside of Chicago, and if it was a big deal, it wasn't on my radar. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, when, I mean, going to Chicago, like we're downtown. talking about like plays. Right? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. professional. Or? I mean, community. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not. Like I wouldn't track. say yes, grown ups, but like kids too, in some you know, give, to wherever the play may be. Um, so so we have a lot of. We have several theaters here in Ogden and then the Weber State Theater and the high school theaters that they kind of really want people to write about their shows, mm. you know, for publicity. Um, and we discovered that we are the only people that do that now. Um, the local paper doesn't do it anymore and the other publication that I wrote for doesn't do it anymore. And so that's kind of where we hang our hat is, is uh, writing theater. We also like... Um, have a social social media where we you know talk about what's going on around town and that kind of thing, but mainly we write theater reviews. Okay, question. Okay, I'm gonna circle back to what you just said. It was kind of I liked it. Like, what were you? What, what did you mean by? Okay, you're a mom and you're busy and you got full time kids and a wife, but you want to have like your identity just as you know Brooke too. Yeah. So what does that mean exactly? Um. Well, um. To. Ch- you know, choosing to like be a stay at home mom, um, is in some ways like, again, jumping on a grenade, (laughs) you know, like, uh, you sacrifice a certain like level of income and therefore lifestyle and you sacrifice, um, uh, any like aloneness, you know, and any like, and it's interesting. I like, I stayed single until I was 28 and I, so I had plenty of that and I missed it, you know? And so, so getting into, um, we didn't, we didn't waste any time having kids. We, we had our first child within our first year of marriage. And so, uh, I was just kind of like thrust into it. And then again, we had our kids really close together. Um, all choices we made, but, um, changing diapers and wiping noses and cleaning the house and making dinner and you know, like all of these things can seem like really meaningless, menial tasks, you know. And um, if you don't have a, if you don't have um, something that grounds you or makes it feel meaningful, then you can get lost in that. And also, um, in addition to that, so so for me, it's um, you know, I'm I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints, but for many people, like it could be like anything else you know like it can be spirituality it can be like just that you feel that strongly about about serving your family um but even though you still have you have that anchor there's still parts of you that need to be like explored and who are they who are you you know like you can't just like just be that person forever um and especially having daughters I have three daughters um I want them, and George, my little son, I want them to see that there's more to me than making peanut butter sandwiches, like that mm-hmm. there's, and, and as soon as I started pursuing those things, my kids were kind of alive with like, wow, my mom is talented, and she's strong, and she's capable, and, 
and I hear my little daughters like telling people, well, my mom's a writer and a baker and like she does this, you know, like, and now at the same time, I, I always am like, well, yes, but I, you're first. I always like want them to know yeah. that they're first. Um, but so I just think it's important that, that, uh, a working mom, a, a stay at home mom, any, any mom and dad for that matter, but really like the weight, the bulk of the weight yeah. falls on the mom, um, maintains an identity or pursues an identity, you know? And so that's what, that's what all this kind of, that's why I do what I do. Um, so. I like that a lot. Thank you so much. Um, okay. Uh, okay. So you're a PTA president. Mom of how many? Four. Four, yep. Four. Wife, and then you're doing some baking stuff on the side, right? Yeah, so so I started baking when we got married. Um, when I became a stay-at-home mom, I just, like, I've always liked, I mean, I think everybody kind of likes, like, doing, maybe not everybody, but, like, every every little kid likes to, like, um, be in the kitchen and do stuff with yeah. their mom. And so I definitely liked that as a kid growing up. Um, but I discovered after getting married and after, like, being in the kitchen a bunch that oh I have a knack for this mm. and that people kind of like this and um, it started everything kind of started with my I started making chocolate chip cookies from a recipe that I had gotten from a friend but I I didn't like it totally so I changed it to make my own and I was like wow who am I making a you know like creating a recipe on my own and and when I would give those to people um, people were grubbing them they just loved them and so that was a thing and then I started reading about cakes I like and that's the other thing. I, mean, I really geek out about like reading recipes and reading like recipe books and like where recipes yeah. came from and the technique and all this stuff. And so I started reading about cakes and I just love making a good cake. And I'm a, I've been like such a snob about like the industry was heavy into like fondant and making everything look visually finished and perfect. And like, and I my kids will tell you that like fauna is against our religion. Like it's, it's like, you know what I mean? Like, so we, I've always liked things to look. So it's just got to taste good. Yeah. It's just, right. it's all about aesthetics is second place to like taste. Yeah. I mean, isn't it? Like, it just, that. <laughs> so like as much as like a fondant and when, in the years that like when we got married in those years, it was huge to have like a perfect, like fondant cake, like in mm. bright, vibrant colors that were unnatural, you know, yeah. like, and now the, Green. the trend, yes. Or like, hot pink and like you don't you get like hot pink fondant in your mouth it's gross um so the trend has fortunately like um turned you know it's it's been like now it's it's more about I mean you can still find those cakes and those like type that type of baking but it's more about like I just want something that tastes good you know Mm -hmm. I just and like weddings my whole thing is like when I meet with a bride like because I've made a few cakes I'm like are you sure cake is your thing like is your thing not like hand pies or donuts or like you know what I mean like if your thing is not cake don't have a wedding cake you know like just think outside the box yeah it's happening more and more my sister-in-law had donuts at her wedding and uh (laughs) if I if I had it to do over again I would have totally like I mean I did think outside of the box because my cake was just a basic chocolate cake but um but anyway anyway so the 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 trend of the industry is moving and I'm happy about that because it works for me because it's been my style all along. Mm. So anyway, so I started making cakes and um, I never I never sought out to um, have to like make money until recently. Um, my youngest is going into kindergarten to full day kindergarten this fall and um, it was going to be like either 
go get like a desk job, you know, like, because it's a guy that I, I could keep myself busy at home all day. Like I'm not a couch sitter, a show watcher, but like I could definitely like make this still a full-time job, maintaining the house and whatever. But, but it was time to like, think about like, Hey, what am I going to do? Not full-time, but like for a few hours a day mm-hmm. and really my heart, my first love outside of God and family and all that good stuff is, is baking. And so, so we just, we just like, quote unquote, opened our doors and nice. it's been, it's been good so far. So. Okay. Well, you're doing all these things. What's the, what's your key to balancing it all then? Is there one? Yeah. I'm, I'm a, a severely organized person. Um, but Any I'm, specific tools or anything you use? Um, I mean, I like calendar and I journal every day. Like, um, I, uh, bullet journal, which I heard one of your, one of the other moms you had on was doing that too. Like I just make a beautiful, aesthetically pleasing to-do list, like in my journal every day. And, um, and then I also give myself like an allotted amount of time in each thing. But, um, but with the caveat that always my kids and husband come first. And so if like something comes up, like yesterday I sat down to read and my husband called from work and he's like, I can't, my, I can't find my wallet and I need it right now. Can you go find it? And I was like, it could be in a thousand places. <laughs> and I was irritated, but I dropped everything I was doing, you know, and I yeah. did that. And so, so like, um, I'm very organized and I, I, I'm an excellent delegator, like, especially with PTA, I, the staff we have is fantastic and I might not staff, but like, I, I, I have a great team. Where'd you learn how to delegate? Like, what's the key to that? I just like, cause I'm not, um... I don't know if that was a natural like thing in my personality, but I just started doing it. Like especially, if, was if it like, oh crap, I can't do this. I my yeah, like I, I I know my limits, and so I I um this 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 has really come out in me within the last year and a half in PTA. Like I would say, if someone made like a fantastic suggestion, I would be like, okay, do that, go do <laughs> yeah. it, like, and then let me know what you, you need me to do. You yes, <laughs> yeah, like and so. And that has, again, that's made for success. And so I, I know my limits and, and I know like, uh, you know, that other people can be supportive. I have the most supportive husband and I have an excellent support system in like my sisters and a couple of really good friends. And so that, that lends to my success because like it gives me wings, you know, like when I'm feeling like, oh my gosh, I can't. I can't address the situation. Then I have, I have like resources and I use them. Yeah. I'm vocal about when I need something. Yes. So, yeah. All right. Well, let's wrap it up with this. I always end with this. I call it your piece. So some like a conclusion you have, maybe it's a piece of advice, like based on an experience you've had or just life in general, just like yeah. your piece. Like, what do you know for sure? Um, you know, like something that I've like grown into knowing um, and that I feel like I know for sure is that we get to choose uh, our influences. And and so, like, I didn't come from ideal circumstances as a child. And I didn't, like, and then uh, I didn't, we don't have, like, all the money in the world. And we don't have, you know what I mean? You're, we're just not, we're not, like, picture-perfect people. And so, and there's a thousand influences a day that are coming at you either by, let's let's like be real like honestly most of it's through social media and like comparing yourself you have the opportunity to compare yourself to other moms all the time um friends book clubs all the things all of these things like we have 
coming at us and my my whole thing has been I'm gonna get out in front of this and choose what influences are I'm gonna respect and allow and also because sometimes you can't control that often you can't control that also I'm gonna choose how I process that I'm gonna choose like if this person going on all these vacations on social media makes me feel like junk I'm gonna mute them for a while you know and it's not their fault it's just me paying attention to my own feelings I'm gonna choose I'm going to choose my influences. And Utah's interesting. Um, Utah's like, uh, we kind of balked at coming to, to Utah. We were both like, ah, oh, it's, it's, it's very like homogenous and sterile and Mormon. And we're Mormons, but we're like spectator Mormons. Like we're Mormons. <laughs> we're all in, but we're like, we're like not the, the, the culture is, is not the same as the church and the doctrine. And so we kind of balked at the, the culture living in, in, in it. Um, now it's refreshing that Ogden is a little bit different. I mean, there's, it's anyway, we'll leave that to another. So episode. is it kind of like playing inside your own head? Yeah, absolutely. You, you get to be the boss of like yeah. your feelings. And, and if you're not the boss, like you, you got to figure out how to be. And I, for whatever reason, have a gift for that. Like I, I have a sister who, who isn't, I have a friend who isn't, who just is influenced, influenced, influenced. And it, it affects their peace and so then it affects their kids and their husbands and their whatever their yeah. endeavors are and so if I'm the boss of like you know what I'm receiving and how I'm receiving it then I'm I have a peaceful life I mean and so I guess that would be my biggest thing that and the other thing is if we can learn as like a people to live without the need for validation and vindication those two things if we can shed that need also such a peaceful life so those are my bits of wisdom that i've learned over the years thank you so much of course thank you thanks so much i'm sad you didn't hey salt lake city thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast let us know what you think share it with your friends spread the love